You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back for the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Radio Network on Facebook and YouTube. Glad to have you with us on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Glad to get things rolling. Want to invite you to get in on the conversation at 205-342-9904-205-342-9904. Zero four. That's the Alabama One Hotline, live and local and open for business. Also, you can chat us up on, on the social media outlets. So get those thoughts and comments ready. It's a wild card Wednesday with a little would you rather thrown in. So that means that we may be all over the board in terms of topics from uh, around the SEC as well as uh, Tuscaloosa. So I want to invite you to get in on that conversation. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Well, as I said, we a little wild card Wednesday uh, thrown in where we kind of make a jaunt around the SEC and look at other things and makes a little would you rather uh, in in on, on the conversation. Uh, one of the, uh, I guess, first topics would kind of be to talk about the, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago after uh, the Texas game, Nick Saban making a comment that, uh, that you know, the difference in, uh, this this team and he, and he made it sound like he's been kind of a trending uh, mindset uh, is that uh, he, he we don't have any uh, I can't remember the exact word nasty competitors uh, that the, the competitors that, that want to go out there and just not just win the game but want to dominate uh, and <laughs> make their competitors quit. Well, it sounds like um, 
that yeah, got the attention of uh, one one of uh, Alabama's key players, as Will Anderson addresses that a little bit yesterday uh, in, in his latest talk with the media. Uh, what are your thoughts when you hear uh, Will Anderson, uh, initial thoughts when you hear Will Anderson picking up and bringing out uh, the mindset for this week as they prepare for Arkansas? Man, Will Anderson is a guy you would want on your team no matter what level you're playing. I love his passion for the game. I love the way that he plays the game and the mentality that he has for the game. Hearing that yesterday was just, it was beautiful. It was music to my ears. Yeah. Uh, Joe, uh, Nick Saban, I I think, you know, uh, I always laugh when I hear people, like, take something someone's – well, I get well. I shouldn't say that they didn't say, uh, uh, but um, it reminded me uh, of a story, you know, in the Bible when uh, Adam and Eve are, are, are busted for eating an apple. Uh, you know, the 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 enemy says, "Did God really tell you you couldn't eat eat that apple?" And Eve says that we not only could we not eat it, he said we couldn't touch it. Now it's possible that Adam had said that to try to convince her not to even go near it. But the scriptures don't tell us that it says don't touch it. So it kind of sounds like even Nick Saban is talking even more uh, intensely about this topic or Will Anderson had just took it upon himself to to make it even more intense because it went from shutting up the fans to making them leave at – did you hear what he said he wanted to look up and see them gone? Halftime. Uh, uh, what, what, when I when I heard them, like, okay, they're they're intense. What were your thoughts when you heard Will Anderson talking about that particular topic? Oh, uh, Will is uh, just trying to be uh, the soundboard, try, just trying to reinforce what Coach Saban has been talking about. Uh, I think he's really trying to embrace the leadership role inside the locker room, and uh, yeah. I, 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 I I imagine he's uh, spreading that message around the defense. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I've always said there's nothing like, you know, you look up in the fourth quarter uh, and all like when we would go to Tennessee on the road, we used to love to play on the road as well. Uh, And part of that, I think, was, you know, like a lot of people, um, guys will casually show up at a home game and really not be intense, you know, and, and, and focus on the game. They might be there for social reasons and and things like that, and that's probably even more of a situation today. But when you go on the road, uh, those 10, 11, 12,000 fans, they're usually pretty adamant about their Alabama football. And so nothing was as sweet as being up in Knoxville. And, and that's one I always remember because they were so far away, man, so far away. And, uh, uh, and, and you go up there, and they're expecting to just run you out of the stadium, and you – put a beat down on them and only thing you hear is the band uh and those few thousand people uh singing roll tide or saying roll tide and the stadium is, is virtually empty nothing quite as sweet i don't know that we ever got that at halftime but if uh, will anderson is able to accomplish that um against arkansas then we we, we we've had a really fun fun <laughs> game to, to watch uh Curtis Moore said, have them leave the stadium by halftime instead of the alternative having the fans rush the field. 
uh, with a loss like Texas A&M did this last year. So, uh, guys, when you look at this game, X, what, what, what do you think, um, starting, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, our defense, uh, what do you think the biggest challenge is for, for this defense going into this game? When you look at Arkansas's offense, everything is based off of the run game and that's what they start that's what they start with, that's what they build their success off of. And if you're able to slow down their run game, you you force them to be one uh one dimensional. And this year Arkansas doesn't have that trail on Burks to go to. And so I think that's what Alabama has to do. Be stout in the run game. They were last year. Arkansas had 110 rushing yards, but on 42 carries. So if Alabama's able to do that, make them one-dimensional, I think it is to Alabama's benefit. They don't have the go-to guy, and the DBs, in my opinion, are better this year. So I think that's what Alabama has to do defensively. Uh, Joe, what do you think? Uh, you, you get in agreement with Xavier on that, or you have anything to add to that conversation? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that you you shut down the running game, then they're going to be uh, really struggling to move the football. I do not have much faith in KJ Jefferson throwing the football. If you make him throw the football, uh, now he is uh, a pretty nice little athlete, I, I think. So uh, you're going to have to really be honed in on the quarterback run as well, the read option, and all that stuff. But I really like Alabama's chances to make Arkansas one dimensional and then let our pass rushers eat. Yeah, and when you look at it, when you look at this, um, you know, the you guys talking about the the running game. I'm flipping just to the passing game for a second. Uh, you know, they did lose, uh, you know, uh, a really really nice receiver, um, the young man from Oklahoma. Um, you know, do they try to find a way? And I, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, came over, Jaden Hasselwolf. Wood, uh, as would. Uh, do, do they try to figure out a way to get him involved early? I mean, he's a, he, I mean, he's a legit wide receiver, but I don't know, uh, you know, that that he can he can be that answer uh, that they had from last year. I'm not sure if he can either. Um, Traylon Burks was a man, and. We were playing with Josh Job, who was hurt and shouldn't have been playing uh, from what we heard with his foot injury. And you look at their passing offense, Burks had 179 yards receiving last year, and KJ ended up with 326. So you're talking about over 50, about 60% of their passing offense was one guy. And... As good as Hasselwood is, and they've got a couple playmakers on the edge, I'm not sure that they can do or repeat that. So, so which one are you going in? I mean, are you, I, I know we're going to try to stop the run uh, because everything flows out of the run uh, in terms of of Arkansas. Um, but um, do you think? If, if if you're Arkansas, let me ask it this way: If you're Sam Pittman, uh, preparing for this Alabama game, and you watch this this defense play, uh, which one are you gonna which one are you gonna try to focus on? I mean, I, 
it, you, you've seen. I mean, let me uh, look uh, look inside the numbers as far as this Alabama's uh, defense. Um, right now, Alabama's defense is giving up one point eight four yards per rush, and and that includes having played against the the best running back um, in, in the country, potentially in uh, Robinson. Um, and so if you're Arkansas, uh, guys, are you game planning? Are you, are you going to try to try to flip the script a little bit and maybe come out and try to spread us out and, and throw the ball around a little bit? Uh <clears throat> Yes and no. I mean, you, I don't think you should ever try to change your identity based off of who you're playing. I think you go in there with a the game plan that I'm, that you try to run the ball, that you try to do what you're the best at, and then mix in the pass game in maybe different ways than, than that you normally would against a team that is very stout against the run. Joe, what about you? What's your game plan going into against this defense? But you, because it's really their defense. You know, our defense is strength against their strength. Uh, Do you come in just determined to do it, or do you try to mix it up early? I think what Xavier said is pretty spot on, uh, but I, th- I think that Kendall Bryles is going to try to keep things kind of mixed up a little bit. Uh, what I noticed a little bit in the Texas A&M game is that Kendall Bryles seemed to uh, be seemed to outsmart himself a little bit, especially yep. early in the game, and I kind of look for that to happen again. Uh, I, I would leave the. I would probably. I mean, KJ Jefferson is your best player, and and, uh, and I would probably be game planning to uh, put the game in his hands. Yeah, and and uh, I, I kind of have mixed emotions about it because I, I, I do think they have some they have more athletes than, than I think. I, I'm not sure they're not more talented in some ways like Alabama offensively from the wide receiver standpoint. I'm not sure that that they may not have more talent. They just don't have uh, anybody yet at you know at the top level of what they had last year. I don't think they have a hundred and. 79 yard guy. So I would be tempted, especially thinking about Browse and how creative and, you know, spread out they used to be. Um, Joe, at, you know, at Baylor and, and tell me places he's been. But like you said last week, I think he, 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 he tried to, maybe he did that last week, uh, what I'm talking about, when he didn't have to. Uh, and and because they had A and M on the ropes, and of course, I still think if Jefferson doesn't fumble down there, it's a different story. But the the only thing I would think that I might would try is I might spread it out, um, maybe a possession or two, and make it look like that's what I want to do, uh, and maybe even throw uh, uh, one or two times. Uh, in the in the first few possessions, just to make it look like that's kind of my game plan. But I would spread it and try to get some of those Alabama guys out of the box. In, in, in other words, uh, I may come out with you know still have my big hogs up front, um, but maybe try to get Alabama to get into um, a cheetah formation or a rabbit formation or something like that so that I could run it 
Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see if they do that because I think if they try to line up and just run it at us, it, it could be a fun day uh, for this Alabama defense um, again. So, they, you know, the um, the it, it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Greg, hold on. We'll get you on the other side of the break. It's Wild Card Wednesday. We'll be in, uh, getting you in on the conversation. If anyone else want to get in on it, you're welcome to call us at 205 342 9904. The Alabama One Hotline is open for business. On the other side, we'll flip over to the other side of the ball uh, and see uh, what it looks like from an Alabama offense versus Arkansas's defense. We can talk about that and more right here on the Martin Hughes Show with Martin and Xavier. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. We do see congestion on 2059 eastbound at the Mercedes exit number 89. If you see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. If it's time for a new vehicle, it's time for Townsend Nissan of Tuscaloosa, your hometown dealer and home of a lifetime powertrain warranty. I'm Captain Ray. Under the biggest cactus in town, Taco Casa. Quality is, is number one. you got to start with a good quality product, but it's got to be at a good value to the customers. Everything is about quality. You just came. The low at 50. And for tomorrow and Friday, a good supply of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow is 76. The high Friday, 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business through strong partnerships strong customer service and creative ideas they'll help you market and grow your business give scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com interact with the martin houston show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the martin houston show on facebook Taco Casa, Taco Casa, quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Your choice for lunch and or dinner. Go check them out at the six locations in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama. Also one up in Birmingham off of Lakeshore Drive. That's Taco Casa, quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. TacoCasa.com. All right, let's get back into the conversation. We had Greg patiently waiting. Greg, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, good morning, Martin. Uh, a couple of things on my mind. Uh, with K.J. Jefferson being so athletic and you know so dynamic, dynamic and when he you know, freelances, uh, and De- Deontay uh, Lawson uh, getting so much playing time, could you possibly see him or someone else going in as a spy? Uh, even though they may try to spread us out and leave it someone in the middle, just, you know, someone that can match up with him speed-wise? Um, X, uh, I'll let you respond, then I'll come back on it. Uh, I think you can see Deontay in there a lot as a spy. Uh, him, I think it'll be him and uh, probably Moody. That'll be their responsibility. Toto has impressed me a little bit with his pass coverage this year, so I think he'll be used in that aspect of – but, yeah, I definitely think you'll see a lot of Lawson as well this week. 
Uh, yeah, and you know, I think that uh, KJ kind of uh, presents an interesting um, opportunity for uh, Alabama to 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 do some things differently defensively. Um, I guess this really is our first time to uh, address. I think the over you know use uh, logic that the way to beat Alabama is a mobile quarterback. Uh, so, you know, that narrative has popped up a little bit this week. I think it's old and stale, but it still comes up. Um, and KJ Jefferson may be the first one, one to do that. I think it's his physicality that makes him a better runner than a lot of the quarterbacks. He, I mean, you know, big as a, uh, you know, bigger than most running backs and, and pretty athletic. I, I think they're going to, like I said, try to spread us out. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not we have um, two linebackers in, in all the time or if we even end up with a, a DB possibly in there, uh, you know, to, to help out with that, that scenario. Have we heard, Joe, whether or not a battle – um, is going to be back or not? Oh, and there's been no updates on Jordan Battle or Byron Young. We'll yeah, from, and, and so the Jordan Battle probably five, concerns five. me a little bit because he's that physical type DB that you can bring down in the box and and uh, and help with the physical running game, but also still have a pass cover guy. So, um, Greg, that would be kind of my question and concern, but. Uh, I would definitely make Alabama um, have to deal with K.J. Jefferson in the threat of the run, uh, maybe to get some DBs, young DBs to to come off or, or make some mistakes. And maybe, uh, which happened last year, a couple guys run free uh, and him hit them late in a pass play. I agree with that 100%. One thing I, I look for, especially to do, uh, you talk about you know, with, you know Kendall Pryor, Pryor sometimes the way he tries to outsmart himself. One thing I would look to see is especially the outside receivers. You know, try, you try to get them to run 15 yards on, on or further routes, and see if the DBs just flat out turn their backs, you know, and, and just run down the field and open, you know, open the, those running lanes up for him. Uh, yeah, because he, you know, he's so good at getting you. You know, kind of to suck in and then creating a lane where he can escape out, and that—that's—that's that's my biggest fear with him. Yeah, um, yeah, and that—and that's—that's the question. Um, will they move the pocket a lot? I know if I was going against this Alabama team, um, I would probably move the pocket. I would not uh, have two uh, heat-seeking missiles have the ability to come to a launching point. Um, so. Uh, I look for them to to do a couple things, either move the pocket, rolling it left or right. And um, and I know this sounds crazy because people don't think about it a lot, but, you know, when you have um, uh, the old traditional Greg uh, guy under the center, you had the three-step, five-step, and seven-step drop. And, you know, uh, it's you can kind of do the same thing out of the shotgun and um, – with this, with this team, uh, maybe they actually tried to do the, the – I know they're going to do the quick passing game, but don't be surprised if you see them um, even drop him back some just to change the launching point 
to help the um, tackles be able to run those guys up the field even more. Yeah, and then they, he's able – then that creates that – I call it a seven-step drop, but it's really just a couple steps he drops back. When they come for that angle, then he steps up, and uh, it actually creates an escape lane if your interior lineman can stop the guard and all that stuff, and Will Anderson them rush up to get that seven yard drop, it creates a lot of space between um, the guard and the tackle for that type of quarterback to escape. So um, I do some of that stuff too. I, I, I agree. I, I mean, you can't give Will Anderson and Roswell and and, uh, and, and them just a, a free run of basically figuring out the angle. You know, before the snap of the ball, it, it just goes straight forward. Um, yeah. It, it, you were asking about would Arkansas try to run the ball? I mean, Sam Pittman is not going to change who he is. He's still going to try running the ball um, because he he wants it to be a physical slobber knocker game. You know, and to dra- and drag you, you kind of get you muddy and dirty. I mean, that, that's what he wants. Um, so I, I would oh, be shocked if they plan to abandon the game, the run game. Yeah, Greg. I don't think I don't think he'll abandon the running game. I was just saying that. Don't be surprised if he don't try to get some of our defenders out of the box, um, because you know that's what, that's what a lot of people don't realize. Like Gus Malzahn was the most physical running coordinator out there, but he would he would get us he would get some of our players out of the box with you know four wide receivers and and, and stuff just so there wasn't as many in the box and maybe Sam tried some of that. And I, I'll let you go after this, but uh, have you watched Kansas play any at all? No, I've not seen them play this year. All right, just watch them. They, their their guy has uh, instituted shotgun um, triple option. That's interesting. So, so, so it's an interesting approach. Uh, He's just running straight up, you know, old school. And he has a he has the spread principles as well, but. Uh, he's physical, a physical running team as well out of, you know, uh, shotgun. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Thanks, uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. All right, Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama One Hotline. What's on your mind, sir? Good morning, Martin. Man, uh, we are a three-score three favorite in this ball game. This is not your mama's defense of Alabama. This is a new era of defense where that we are being as physical as I've seen in quite some time. So doesn't and, that make it your mama's defense? Uh, hey, I, going all the way back to your defense, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that would be your mama's defense, right? Isn't that but, what that but, means, but that, guys? But, but like, like, not, like when you say it it's not, mine. huh? It would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it hadn't been the defense in the last fifteen years, is what I'm saying. I, I know. Just, this this defense is beginning to impose their will, and oh, you know, and I understand that's a little bit of rat poison that Coach Saban doesn't want to hear. However, uh, y'all are preaching doom and gloom, and and I personally don't think that Arkansas Arkansas stands a Chinaman's chance. But uh, 
And I, I'm, I'm looking at this game at being 42 to 17. What do you guys actually think? Well, Pat, I mean, I don't know what you mean by the last 15 years. You haven't seen a physical defense like this. I mean, you look at some of Saban's early years, you look at how physical those defenses were, the 2009, 2011, some of the most physical defenses I've ever seen. That's back when we had high power. We had 270-pound linebackers. We got people that are fast now. And uh, and they still strong as as uh, can lift the, most of the weight room as Mr. Houston could. That uh, hey, these guys are really really quick, and uh, I just see it as uh, they're going to uh, make it a very very bad day for Mr. Jefferson. I don't. I mean, I don't disagree with uh, it being a bad day for. For Jordan, I think that uh, it's Alabama defense uh, um, is living up to the preseason hype, and I think we've. St- I think this defense still has room to improve. Um, I'm still uh, waiting to see what happens with Mr. Eli Ricks. Uh, uh, when he, when you see him out there physically, guy, he looked like he would just be, you know, an unbelievable player to to to. And he's not even playing really, um, and I and I think this defensive line is getting better. Um, Braswell is living up to his hype, maybe exceeding it. Um, Will Anderson uh, is figuring it out uh, how to play, and I think uh, we're not talking about it much, but I think uh, Pete Golding is figuring out how to. Um, use the blocking schemes that teams are employing against Will Anderson to his benefit, meaning that he's getting other guys free and still getting Will uh, one of Will's sacks the last the other night um, was they put Will outside of another pass rusher and let that pass rusher take on the uh, hit the tackle head on, but the guard was the guy that was responsible for blocking and blocking the other player. And when he came out, Will hesitated and then rotated under. Uh, it wasn't even an immediate stun. It was almost a delayed loop uh, or twist, I should say. Uh, so I think Alabama's getting smarter too. And uh, and I think if that happens, this defense is only going to get better. Yeah. All right. Next question: Are we going to be able to get Byron Young back for uh, Texas A&M? Uh, I don't know if he won't be back for this Saturday. I just hadn't heard anything. Okay, I got. I just you. he has an ankle sprain, but they did not say hi. If I'm Joe, correct me if I'm okay. wrong. They just said ankle sprain. Yeah. All right. Hey, I heard anything about these new type of uh, boots? I'm hearing that they got a new type of shoe that Alabama is using uh, from over in Birmingham or somewhere. One of these uh, doctors have developed that's supposed to be helping these kids out on this recovery. I, I have not heard anything. Uh, either one of you guys yeah. heard anything? No, I haven't. Okay. I got you. Right. Anyway, Thanks. I I have a blessed day. Thank y'all. Thanks, Pat. Coming back on the other side, X, we got a couple I got a couple of just funny questions, uh maybe 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 not. Uh questions uh not necessarily regarding Alabama, 
uh, football that we're going to get to on a would you rather uh, type of a Wednesday on this wild card Wednesday. Been talking a lot of Alabama, Arkansas, uh, and we can continue that if you want to get in on the conversation. 205-342-9904. Alabama One is your one source for all your financial needs, whether you're looking to get a vehicle, whether you're looking to get uh, a, some type of mortgage or home-related uh, financing, HELOCs, line of credit, uh, we can uh, get you taken care of. And here's a question we like to ask at Alabama One. Hey, we're here to help you, and we need to know what's your one. Whatever your one is, we're here to help you make your dreams come true. That's Alabama One, one together. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. I can walk again. I can cross my legs again. I can wear heels again. After years of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southern is now living a normal preaching of God's Word. Please join us at the link that's 610 Watermelon Road, North Alabama, or watch online at Empowerment Ministries on Facebook. That's Awakening, powered by Empowerment Ministries, the third Thursday every month at 6.30 p.m. Please pray for us and join us if you can. Keep it locked into Tide 100.9 for more of the Martin Houston Show with Martin Houston and X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston. All right, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Don't forget about Overflow Express Wash. Overflow Express Wash helping you to keep your car clean inside and out. Andy Phillips and his team would love the opportunity to have you become a part of their team. Go check out Overflow Express Wash today at uh, their two Tuscaloosa locations. That's Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. All right, X uh, and, and Joe, just a couple qu- questions, just kind of fun questions out there. Uh, sometimes uh, I, I think of uh, silly things to, to 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 think of, but just looking at um, this year's uh, the way things have kind of played out this year. There's been some some uh, teams that have gotten upset, teams who have uh, won some close games, lost some close games. Uh, uh, just just as as a competitor, uh, would you rather? Uh, lose a, in, in a blowout fashion, similar to the way South Carolina got beat by Georgia? Uh, or would you rather uh, lose to uh, a Texas A&M uh, 
literally uh, by hitting the top of the goal post uh, 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 in a game that that would could could set your program uh, way ahead. Uh, I would rather lose a close game as a competitor. I'm, I'm not trying to get blown out. I'm trying to go out there and compete, and, and if a ball doesn't bounce my way, that's one thing. I can deal with that a little bit easier than never being in the game and never, and never standing a chance. <laughs> Joe? Yeah, exactly. I, I, if I'm getting blown out, I just want to leave. So, no, I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather stay in the game the whole, the whole time. All right. So, so with that thought process in mind, uh, two things: uh, Do you do, do, which one it takes you longer to get over, uh, and which one do you think, uh, from an Alabama standpoint, which one do you think uh, we look at and, and deal with the hardest? The, the 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 fact that we got shocked by Clemson uh, when Tua was the quarterback, or uh, the loss to Clemson when uh, when we had the game won. Uh, I think the one with two was worse because when you look at it at the end of the day, that Clemson team in 2016 had Deshaun Watson, Mike Williams, a lot of you know a lot of guys on that offense that you could see having success now in the NFL and things like that. Hunter Renfro. Uh, and yes, you can say the same thing about the defense in, uh, when Tua was the starting quarterback. But Tua was the more experienced quarterback. He was supposed to be the better quarterback, and we were supposed to have a better offense, if not at least equal offense, to what Clemson had. And as much as that stung, and it took a little bit longer to get over, once again, I'd rather be in it to the end <laughs> than to not have a chance after the first quarter. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think I think blowouts are easier to get to get over because uh, because you kind of conf- you know I, well, at least with that Clemson game, I was over it in a day or two. Now I'm not I'm sure that I'm not the same as most Alabama fans, but uh, I, I I think that you can basically say, well, you know, they they, they weren't as good as us basically, or, or they were much better than than we were that uh, at yeah. least on that <laughs> night. Uh, when it's a close game, you can point to one play here, one play there, and and really, usually there's dozens of those one plays. So uh, yeah. I, I think that's harder to get over. Yeah, and for me, it's kind of funny. I, I tell people when we get blown out like we did uh, against two or three, by the time the game was over, man, I kind of dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I was like, oh, this okay, we're gonna lose this one. Uh, the 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 two losses, like the loss to Clemson and this last year loss to Georgia, I still sometimes go, crap, we lost that game. You know what I mean? Like so, it still kind of sticks with you. And uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they had forgot guys that we were winning the Georgia game in the fourth quarter. That was you and you and I were talking, to Xavier. When some guy, some crazy guy, come talking about uh, how uh, Bryce didn't, you know, play well against Georgia uh, at all, didn't show up for the big moment, and I was like, did he not realize we were winning in the fourth quarter and uh, a drop pass changed everything? But anyway, here's here's another uh, question: not doing Alabama or anything. Uh, would you rather have Stoops of Kentucky or a Heupel from Tennessee? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, 
Kaipo has the better program in the sense of history and the backing that he's going to get. Uh, ten- Tennessee football will always be the big dog there, where at Kentucky Stoops is always going to play second fiddle to the basketball program. Um, I don't know. I'll, I might go with Heupel. Uh, what about you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was answering the phone. Uh, uh, oh, that's okay. Okay, that's okay. I was saying, would you rather have uh, Mark Stoops or uh, Josh Heupel? Uh, which one do you rather have? Oh, I think I'd rather – oh, gosh, because I think Mark Stoops is a great coach, but I think I'd rather have Josh Heupel, uh, especially with the way modern modern offenses are going. I think I'd – oh, that makes it, <laughs> that's a tough question, but I think I'd rather have Josh Heupel. It, 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 that, that's a really, really tough question when you think about it. Um, and, 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 and what Stoops is doing at Kentucky, you know, uh, the longevity – uh, think about his longevity uh, at this time uh, is interesting because they don't keep coaches very long. You know, people get rid of coaches immediately. And the fact that he's past Coach Bryant, but they're, they're both ranked in the top 10 right now. Uh, which one of those guys, when, after we say that, which one finds their demise uh and comes back to reality that they're not uh, they're not back yet or not there yet. Kentucky or um, well, they both have to play Georgia. So I think does Tennessee play Georgia before we do before we play them? I'm not sure. This let me see. Uh, Tennessee has uh, no. They have LSU and then Alabama and then UT Martin then Kentucky. Then Georgia. So, ah uh, man, at, um, when's Kentucky have Georgia? <laughs> huh? When's Kentucky have Georgia? Because uh, I, I think that's the. I mean, for Tennessee, the witness right. test. Yeah, they have them like next to the last week of the season. Oh wow! So they play both. They both play them late. Um, Tennessee has this litmus test against Alabama first, so that'll be their are they back or not yet game. And then they both have to play Georgia. And, you know, Tennessee could end up losing to Alabama but still have a chance to win the East. And I think that's the litmus test really for both of them. Can can Tennessee beat Alabama, but can they win the East? And that's beating Georgia, and that's the same for Kentucky. And, of course, they play each other. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I mean look at this. So Tennessee sits right now today at four and oh. They have open week this week, Xavier, and they have Georgia. They have four games before Georgia. They're four and oh. They have open week, then they have LSU, Alabama, UT Martin, and Kentucky. What would their record be going into that Georgia game? I'm going to say seven and one. And I'm going to say that they might lose three out of the next four games they play. <laughs> you think- I, think LSU, I think LSU is getting better. Uh, uh, and then they're going to lose to us. And, you know, Kentucky is – listen to what Kentucky could possibly be. Kentucky uh, – Where's that Ole game Miss, That's going to be a must – you know, that that's going to – Joe, think about this. Is, is Kentucky and Ole Miss a must-see game this year? Absolutely. Yeah, think about that, man. That's that, – 
That's a must. Where's the Kentucky game. Tennessee game at? Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. Oh, hold on. Kentucky uh, and Tennessee is uh, uh, in Knoxville. So, but but here's Tennessee the thing: wins. is Xavier Kentucky. If Kentucky gets by Ole Miss, they'll beat South Carolina. Uh, then they and they could play Mississippi State. Then they have an open week before Tennessee. So it's possible that Kentucky could be seven and zero. They have a legit, a lot more legit chance, I think, of being seven and zero than uh, what you call it has of being seven and one when they play Georgia. So, uh, but I mean, seven and uh, they would be six and one. I'm sorry when they play each other. So either way, that's going to be good. And I want to look at some more. That we, we're going to go ahead and get the break so we can get the Scotty Hollins guys. I was looking at how many young coaches are in the SEC. A couple of them may be on their way out. Uh, but it's going to be like this battle for for kind of who's going to replace, uh, you know, Nick Saban is what everybody always talks about. But I think the battle is going to quickly become who's going to be that second, third, fourth dog that's going to be chasing uh, Kirby Smart when, when Nick Saban moves on um, and which one of these guys is going to get into that ring. So we can talk about that as well as we move on. But let's, let's get the break here. Come back on the other side. We have Scotty Holland, the Executive Director of Blueprint Ministries, with the Christian Moment of the Week presented by Empowerment Ministries. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Wednesday morning. An increased chance of wildfires across the state has prompted the issuance of a red flag fire weather watch across all of central and west Alabama. That's through 7 p.m. this evening. There's currently a small wildfire near the Perry County town of Sprott on Alabama Highway 14. Outdoor burning is not recommended. You can report a wildfire by calling 1-800-392-5679. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. Hey, Pete, how's business? It's great. Foot traffic's still way down, but more people are finding me online. Nice. How'd you pull that off? Well, the first thing I did was go to 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the market on Tide 100.9 with Martin and Xavier. It's now time for our weekly catch-up with Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministry with the Christian Moment of the Week, powered by Empowerment Ministry. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? Hey, Martin, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. I talked to you to encourage us how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom, the classroom, or our chosen field of play when it comes to finishing the job, sir. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much, Martin. Uh, I, I want to continue on our series uh, that we are calling The Power to Persevere. And uh, when you talk about having an impact in all those places that Martin just mentioned, um, your power, your, your ability, your willingness uh, to persevere will have a, a lot to do with the impact you have on those around you. And so we're, we're looking at this passage uh, from Hebrews 12.1, and uh, I will share the passage with you right quick as we think about how do we gain the power to persevere, and, and, and we're going to get some really good instructions, uh, lessons from this passage. Uh, it says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run, Martin, with endurance the race that is set before us. And so when you go back, anytime you say therefore, you got to ask yourself, what is it therefore? And the therefore in this passage is, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, the therefore points us back to, to the previous chapter. This is Hebrews 12.1. It points us back to the whole previous chapter, uh, Hebrews 11, which is called the Hall of Faith. The Hall of Faith is, is uh, just the people who had, uh, to that point, just lived exemplary, exemplarily, in some sense, exemplary lives. And these people had gone through really, really tough things. Um, but yet had finished strong. I like, I like the way you put that, Martin, finishing strong. So, so I want us to think through real briefly just this first point of motivation. He says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, many uh, great uh, men of the faith, women of the faith, were, were, were listed in, uh, in Hebrews 11. And, and, and I want to call your attention to one. Uh, let's look at Noah. Uh, Noah was given the task to, um, you know, build an ark. Uh, only problem is, he said, build an ark, it's inland, um, you know, miles and miles away from, from any body of water, and um, it had never <laughs> rained before at that point. And guess what his message was? It's going to rain. And they're like, what is rain? So, you know, you got to think about, he's, get, he, he's given a pretty tough task. Um, and, and, and again, it took, like, years. Some people say 120. Some people say 50 to 60. Let's call it 50 to 60. It took 50 to 60 years to build this gigantic ark that God had told them to build. Okay. Now, now, now side note, a little commercial that they have a, li a life-size replica of this up in Kentucky. If you ever want to go take a visit just to see. So when you remember this message, you can go, you can go look at it and say, wow, he built that. And uh, they had never seen rain. What do you think people thought about him, Martin? They're a long way away from water, uh, never seen rain, but he keeps his messages, it's going to rain. They, they're probably thinking he's crazy. Um, a little and, bit. And, and one, yeah, just a little bit like, hey, bro, you all right? Uh, <laughs> you know, what, what's going on in your life? Hey, man, you need to go. And so, so here's the reality. He persevered. He knew what God told him to do, and he persevered, right? Um, and, and here's the reality. Although it was difficult, although it was tough, although he was completely isolated because everybody just looked down on him, um, he was obedient to what God told him to do. Sometimes, guys, we can feel isolated when we're living our lives in those, in those areas that Martin said, you know, in the boardroom, in the classroom, in our chosen field of play. We can feel isolated um, and, and because we're going through something difficult. Uh, we can feel isolated. Maybe everybody's, maybe it seems that everybody's turning on us, or maybe we're going through something and everybody thinks, you know, everybody's laughing at us. Whatever the case is, Here's what Noah focused on. He focused on what God had told him to do. He focused on being obedient to him, and he focused on finishing the job that he was given. Uh, you know, I think about something, you know, we all hear a lot, hey, do your job. 
just do your job. And, and I think, um, you know, hear that from, from uh, you know, I, I hear that from just when you think of what it takes to be great in anything, just do yeah. your job. And, and, and it's pretty cool to see that, that Noah had his job, he knew it, and whether whether he, he you know, you know, he didn't have a whole lot of support, but he focused on the job that was given to him, and he ch- focused on finishing it strong, and it you it it, it it had a huge impact. And again, so our job, as we look to have the power to persevere, is to look to people like that, who although they had a very difficult situation, they didn't give up, but they they also finished strong. Yeah, and, and Scotty, what I love about that is that therefore, since you're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, <laughs> yeah. I think about just playing football at Alabama, how we when we got beat by four to thirty-five to nothing, we came back the next week and said, "Are we Alabama or not?" If we are, let's mm. act like it. Wow. Well, the only reason wow. we could make that type of statement was because the ones who had gone before us yeah. had established the standard of how to, how it. Alabama players play. Well, we That's went on it. a 20 game, 28 game win streak. Well, if it'll work wow. in that scenario, it'll work in our faith and. And all we need to do is look at those people who have said, this is what I believe, this is how I act in this situation, and then we can take and see if they acted that way, let's act like they acted and watch our situations continue to improve. Tell our listeners where they can find you, sir. Absolutely. You can find me at www.blueprintsusclusive.com. You can send me a message there. Come straight to my email. All right, man. That's Scotty Holland, Executive Director, Blueprint Ministries. Joins us every Wednesday for a great time and challenge in how we can incorporate our faith into the boardroom, classroom, our children, fill the plate. I'm Mark Houston, and Empowerment Ministries is glad to present that each and every week. We'll catch up with Scotty again next week. And for you out there, remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide out there, everybody. Catch you on tomorrow. It's a celebration. Thank you for listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.